Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day legends, it's Warney here, coach of the Warn Dogs, and DT's alright with me, DT's alright, oh yeah, let's have a look at the games from yesterday, we had the Adelaide Crows and the West Coast Eagles, and Hawthorne versus Western Bulldogs, um, if you haven't listened to that call of us, we did that live from the ground, which is pretty awesome, on the AFL site and app, um, I uploaded the quarters into our AFL Fantasy podcast feed. So if you want to go and relive some of that, because it was a lot of fun um, doing that. Anyway, let's get into the game. So we'll start with the Crows and West Coast. That was in the afternoon. Um, the top scorer in the game was Riley O'Brien. He had 34 hitouts, so he really dominated um, the hitouts there, basically against uh, Williams and Harry Barnett. Got a little bit of a run. Um, Cal Jamison, like it was just... Oh. Livingston, I don't know if he actually got much time in the ruck because I didn't get to see a heap of this one. I was watching it quite sporadically because we were getting set up for the live commentary, but definitely watched the first uh, quarter of it, which is almost the most important part to watch. The first half of these games is something that we're learning a lot from these. But um, O'Brien, yeah, well, I guess he's a 90-plus ruck and... For draft, you will want him in your team if you are looking for someone in that range at some point. Um, all right, Isaac Rankin. So he started in the guts and he did have a few CBAs. So pretty much his numbers, they um, didn't... Well, he was in there for the first one. Uh, Matt Crouch wasn't. Uh, and that was obviously with Laird and Dawson. But um, for the game, he only ended up with uh, almost 30% of the CBAs. So... That was thrown around a bit. He did kick four goals to help him to that massive score of 109. So um, 18 disposals, seven marks, three tackles, and yeah, the four snags that he kicked. Sam Berry, interesting, seven tackles there, uh, 108. Two goals in that as well. But I'm not sure if that's something that, yeah, just ignore that. Um, you're not going to have any problems with Jordan Dawson if you were picking him. 88 and from 66% time on ground, 29 touches, just a machine. He just looks so good. Now, Rory Laird was a bit handball happy with his 18 handballs and 
um, eight kicks. So he had 73 from 72% time on ground. I'm not really too concerned about that at all because I am an owner at the moment. But, yeah, it's interesting. Now, Matt Crouch, you might just look at his score of 68. It was from 59% time on ground. And what was pretty awesome there, too, from his, um, what was it, 23 disposals, 100% efficiency. Unbelievable. Nice work, Matty Crouch. Um, yeah, a couple of marks, three tackles there. So he is in. They did really manage his time. So that's something that um, you do need to understand when you are looking at these. So look at the scores, but also look at the time on ground if you aren't getting your eyes on the game either with that stuff. That's the Crows. Probably um, the key players there that we're looking at. Now, we didn't see Daniel Curtin. He didn't play in this game. So... Is that a little bit of management or you'd think you'd be playing in this? So you might need to really cross him off the list. Um, we've got a couple of defenders that are putting their hands up for our bench because that's all that Curtin would be now. And so you, yeah, you don't want to be investing that sort of coin into a guy that is, yeah, might be out of the loop for them. Now for West Coast, obviously there's a fair bit of relevance there. Elliot Yo had nine tackles for his 81 points um, playing in the midfield and we definitely saw that. So he had the most centre bounces there. Him and Kelly are the, the two bananas that we're seeing in the Eagles midfield. So Kelly was a 104 score from his 74% time on ground. Definitely a nice one for draft. He had seven tackles. Did kick a goal as well with his 26 disposals. So um, those two are going to be the two in there. As is Harley Reid. He is going to be in there. So he had 60% of the CBAs and his numbers were much better than what they were last week. So he had a score of 73. Racked up 20 touches. Um, Yeah, a big tick. And for anyone that was going, oh, I can't play him on field, I think you need to. I think there's no real issues with that. So just go for it. Um, Yeah, I've I've got no real issues with that at all. He's a must-have. It's just a pick. We've got to go and do it. Um, Some of the things that I also got out of this game, I'm going to try to trick Calvin into Gaffey again. He looked all right. (laughs) Don't know. No. Um, Their rucks are going to have a bit of an issue, I guess. That's going to be a thing. I thought that Williams might be... Well, you wanted a better score than that, I guess, because he could be that little handcuff like Calvin Paul Blokey um, got uh, the day before, or on that day he drafted... um, Oh, jeez, mind blank. The big fella, Flynn, that was at GWS. And because he probably was going to be the number one ruck, and poor old V8... Uh, Grubb Williams is his handcuff now, but that may not be great for him in that league. That's his work league, which he thinks he dominates all the time. Uh, So, yeah, that's probably the main things to get out of it. We're locking in, yo. We're locking in... um, we're locking in Harley Reid. I think those guys are there. Now, an interesting thing out of this game, I did have a look at the kick-ins. Every single player played on. Good, 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 good boys. That's what we want. Um, so Hunt and Witherden had four each, and Harley Reid had three. So that um, is a mix of that midfield role, which he did predominantly play, because if you look at those CBAs, um, he's just that's where he's going to push back behind. So... Um, yeah, everything about that is nice. The only little issue, if that's how he plays CBA-wise, maybe he doesn't pick up for 2025 the defender status. Be interesting to see, but that's one of the things that a few coaches are thinking about with keeper leagues. Um, 
you know, is Harley Reid a good pick there? Well, he might just be mid-only next year. You get a nice year out of him with that forward status, which is good. And we probably think or thought that he's going to have that um, defender status next year based on what the role's being talked about, but he may not necessarily get it. So just have that as a little flag in the back of your mind when you're thinking about that. Um, we've had a few questions on things around keeper leagues and who you're picking first, but, you know, Colby McCurch is probably your number one of these draftees. Riley Sanders, you might just want him as a midfielder over Harley Reid if Harley Reid's only going to be a midfielder next year. Anyway, I'm not going to speculate too much on that because I'll probably be wrong. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even though Roy and Cow think that I make up the DPPs. Anyway, that was um, Western... Oh, sorry. Yeah, West Coast and Adelaide. Um, Yeah, West Coast. I think they're in for a long year again. Now, Hawthorne and the Bulldogs. That was the game that we called at Utah Stadium. A lot of fun. It was a beautiful evening for footy. And there was just so much fantasy relevance in this. And Cow has picked Bont. He likes paying up for the top prize player. And he did not disappoint at all. So he ended up with 32 touches, eight tackles, kicked a goal. He's just everywhere. He's just, he's just a big, big human and loved everything about him. So, um, yeah, I don't think I, I can laugh at Calvin doing that pick, but I don't think I could really talk anyone out of it because there is that potential that he goes 120 because he's just a machine. And so um, everything that we like about him was on display and even to the point going, he didn't need to do any more, but he kept doing it because um, the Bulldogs really smashed him in the second half. Like I think it was something like 14 goals to a couple um in the last half of the game. So, yeah, that was big. But if we look at, um, like, the CBAs, uh, he was right up there with those, with Libba and Trelaw. So they're the three big names in there. Then it was a sprinkling after that. Harmsy got a few late. Um, yeah, Sando was there. Even Cody Waitman or Waitfield, as Calvin called him on our um, live call. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're the three main guys in there that we're going to see, I think. Um, Tim English... Great, 111, so he was dominant in the ruck too, um, although Ned Reeves ended up with more hitouts. But um, when I say dominant in the ruck, he was at all the contests and then following up and doing a bit because he ended up with yeah 15 touches there, but seven tackles. That's what was definitely on display. You saw him doing that, and he gets used. He had five marks, so um, missed a couple of goals, so that could have been a bigger score too. Liver could be a nice little smoky if you're really considering that. So he had 105, he had 30 touches there, seven tackles um 
from 79% time on ground. So he is, could be a smoky selection if you'd like him because he does have that, I think it's about a 20-point game that happened in Launceston, that um, that concussion that he had into his average from last year. So, yeah, worth looking at. Good one for draft, definitely. You might snag him just at a good time for that. Trelaw was pretty good too with a 93-point game. But if want to talk about the biggest talking point, um, and he was a lock anyway. No one needed to um, watch this to see this. Um, but Riley Sanders, 92 points, had a massive, massive last quarter, I think 40-odd points. Um, but he racked up 30 touches. One mark and four tackles there. So he's sort of playing a half-forward role, but pushing up the mid, up to all the contests like he was ever. He just looks so strong, um, doing some nice little fend-offs and plenty of stuff that, is there to like. He's going to play every game this season as long as he's fit. So I don't think that even rest him, to be honest, because he's one of the most professional kids going around and one of our good, good Tassie boys. We love him. Um, we're keeping a good eye on Nick Coffield. Ended up with 59. Sort of, um, you know, ticked that score along, maybe a little bit late there, but... 13 kicks, one handball, six marks. That's that's the sort of stat lines that we'll see from him. And at that price, you're getting some value, obviously. Um, be nice for him to pop like a nice bigger game um, early on just so we can see that. But who knows, even with these, um, we need someone at that price, I really feel like, as our D6, and he's probably the best of them, I think, at the minute. So worth... Uh, Worth oh well yeah he's in my side still I don't think anything is happening there it's interesting though you've got Bramble that um, played out a full game in that game as well they both had eighty plus percent time on ground um, which probably means oh mate Caleb Daniel wowee so he didn't come on until the second half and there's been reports as well that he may not make the team so that's something that. Will be one to monitor after I bloody drafted him on Friday night. Far out. This could not be a good thing for the Warn Dogs in our Bacon Cup draft league. But it is what it is. At least I won't have to organise the uh, the draft event next year. Just as long as Calvin doesn't win, we don't want to go up the uh, the lakes. Uh, what else have we got there? That's pretty much it from the Bulldogs, I think. Um, their forward line, and it was against Hawthorne, and that's the issue, but it looked really good. Hugo Hagen was great, and Astronaut was great too. They were sort of, um, well, they both kicked four goals each, so they just looked really impressive up forward. Not that that's a fantasy-relevant thing. You had that. Oh, Harvey Gallagher's probably worth a mention there. He played, uh, what do you have, 81% time on ground for a 48, so not exactly what um, you want scoring-wise or whatever, but he might be there around one. It could be one of those uh, 200Ks worth having a look at. For Hawthorne, Jai Newcomb, 127, so that was a big, big game for him. So he had uh, 37 touches, nine marks, three tackles. Felt like we kept seeing him everywhere. Even gave away a couple of free kicks, so that score is a big one, and he's just the he is the banana in the midfield. So him and Connor Nash actually had even more CBAs, but the they're the main guys in there. Warple as well. And then they sort of threw around a few like Hustweight. Um got a bit of a run through there as well. But yeah, Newcomb, main banana in there. I'll go down the list in a bit of an order here of prices oh no sorry prices from um scores Carl Amon had 94 everything you probably wanted probably might have thought four marks might have been unders for what you want in that role but he had that role so 24 kicks and four handballs um yeah everything delight there he will get the defender status so that was um yeah if you were hot on him 
grab him. Uh, we did sort of talk about on that call last night about Martin versus Amon. I think the points might come easier for Martin. Um, but, yeah, Amon was was still very good. But was going to be down there a lot. So he's going to be used. Uh, Connor McDonald had 81. Two goals helped for that. So he's not really on our radar. But it's the next one who's got the forward status on the list. And that's Cam McKenzie with 76 now. Um, he did have a, a few CBAs in the end. Four, actually. Not many. But he was sort of on the wing. And the role looks okay. Like, it's not exactly what you want. Yep, we'd prefer an inside mid and all that sort of stuff. But... He was getting around pretty well, five marks. He didn't have any tackles. It felt like he might have had a couple of tackles that didn't count in the sense of um, they went to an opponent. But 19 touches there. Um, did kick a goal in that as well. So I think there's enough to like there. If a bloke in the forward line's got a four in front of their name and they're playing up the ground on the wing um, and maybe getting a, a couple of little CBAs, that would be good. Husswaite um, did have a 68 score. So, um, yeah. It was is good. Like you saw him around there, but it might be a bit of a battle um, to see who's going to end up. Like, what's his clock going to look like in the midfield? Um, the Hawks might be a bit tighter with their rotations. Who knows? Um, D'Ambrosio, a lot we're having a look at him because he's got that sort of halfback role. Bit of time on the wing as well. I think that's probably the thing. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't think I could go there for that. Like, he's a little bit too expensive, really in that mid-price bracket where you might have a couple of others. But he's an option. I think he'll be playing, so that's a um, that's a key to that. I did miss Ginny. We did love him on the call. So, 71. Go and have a listen to it. It's a lot of fun. Um, 71 for his two goals there. Uh, who else? Going down the list. Um, sick dog, 61. Not good enough. Basically, yeah, he doesn't need to try, but... Yeah, most of us are not wanting to start him because of where his price point is and there might be a bit of regression like that. Whatever it was, was it 105-ish average? That's sub-100. There you go. It could be more than that, but anyway. Um, the Warple was sort of loudish for his 46, I felt. Um, he had 16 touches, didn't take any marks because obviously the inside dude that he is, but um, he's, he's going to be one of their key guys in the midfield, I think. It looks like Ethan Phillips was one that we had to watch very closely. He had 43 points from his 83% time on ground. They used him a little bit there. He had six marks um, and his 10 touches there. So he could be a 200K D8. Just go with that one. That could be our option. He might be. We've got a couple of players that will be watching, especially today with the North Melbourne game with old Pink. But um, he might be the guy that we just... Lock in there as your as your D eight could be easy now. Finn McGuinness he was interesting because he wasn't really doing jobs as such. He was sort of in the back line, so I don't know if he's in the team. But yeah, he tried to get on Libra at one point, but we just mostly saw him in the um in the back line and didn't do a lot either. So don't know what his total value is to the team unless he's doing that full lockdown role that he does and does too bloody well at times. Um. I reckon that might be it for that. That was, yeah, there we go, another podcast. Uh, One to go of these. Thanks for everyone who has been listening in. Hopefully you're getting something out of it. We're going to have our massive, massive, massive wrap tomorrow. That is Monday on the Traders podcast. So we'll be talking through each of the games with hopefully a bit more in depth and probably a bit more, you know, looking at exactly what 
the picks mean for fantasy. We'll try not to fluff around too much. We'll try to really give some good concrete uh, advice as such from our opinions, which, you know, that's what it's all about. It's very interesting. We've been watching a lot of footy over this week. So um, it's a nice little thing as we then lead into opening round to get another bit of a look. But uh, we've got one game to go, North Melbourne and St Kilda. So we'll be checking that out and I'll try to get that up actually tonight, that podcast. So that's there a little bit later for you. All right, thanks heaps for tuning in and make sure if you haven't, go back and have a listen to our um, our call of Hawthorne and the Western Bulldogs and also in the feed too is a chat that I had with Darren Carr. He is a legend, the bloke that won AFL Fantasy last year. Plenty of great tips on that. All right, laters. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.